Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Hour of Power. I am Joe. Brandon is here. Yo, yo, Joe. What do you know? Hey, Brandon. How you doing? You having a good week? Uh, having a good week, yeah. Yeah, trying to stay out of, you know, all these waters out here since it's so hot. And, you know, all these crocs out here. And it's kind of scary, you know. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. We are jumping. And I mean the shoes. I mean the shoes. The Crocs, you know, little shoes. That's what I mean. Those are nice shoes. Yeah, those are good. They make good shoes. So you're bringing that up. We are jumping from the Italian crocodile movie, Killer Croc and Killer Croc 2. We are going down to Australia where there are more Crocs. And we are going to uh, talk about the 2007 movie Rogue. Which still, that name does not really, to me, match that movie. That's right. It does not. So uh, let's let's do this. What do you think? Was Rotten Tomatoes around in 2007? You think this is on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, of course it is. It gotta be. Okay. So are you saying because this movie is a little bit more mainstream than uh, Killer Croc and Killer Croc 2 that... It will probably be on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Well, I'm saying it because, you know, Killer Croc and Killer Croc 2 was like in the 80s. So, like, like the late 80s. So, um, it's 2007. So, you know, Rotten Tomato was around like, like 98, 95, something like that. So, I wouldn't say they couldn't pass up this movie. Well, I, I don't know when the Rotten Tomatoes start. If somebody wants to let us know, they, they can do that. Maybe sometime we'll look it up. But <laughs> all right, let's do this. What do you what do you think the uh, tomato score is for Rogue? The critic score. The critic score. Um, I'm gonna say that it was because um, it was it was it was a good movie. So I want to say it was. Um, I'm gonna say a solid forty-one. A so- you think a forty-one is solid for Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, you know, give or take. Okay, um, <laughs> you're way off. Do you want one? You want one more guess for the critic score? Or do you want me to just tell you? Um, twenty-five. You are way off. It's what? <laughs> it is eighty-nine percent. Whoa! Yeah, it is a nice ripe tomato. So there you go. A nice ripe tomato. Yeah. So if from you, the critics, that yeah, from the critics, which shocked me. I was like, "That's the critics are not going to like this movie that much. They don't like these movies very much." Yeah, like I'm thinking. I mean, I'm, beyond I'm, Jaws, it's like they don't really like this stuff, as far as I can tell. Yeah, because my whole thinking is that would be like the audience score, not the critic score. Yeah, exactly. So I can see why you were going lower. Yeah, um, but now guess the audience score now. I'm scared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say, wow, you said it was eighty, eighty what for eighty nine for the critics. Eighty nine for the critics, and they got a good ripe tomato. So, good ninety five. Wow, you're way off. <laughs> 
what? Well, see, because I, I know you, you, you think because the critic score is that, that the audience score should be better than the critic score. Right. I get that. I, I, I get it. I think that is a solid uh, thought process, but. God. Okay. But the audience score is 54%. What? Yeah, so it is a knocked over bucket of popcorn. Wow. Is the little picture. Now, I don't know if uh, that is because, according to this, the Rotten Tomatoes only has 18 reviews from critics. Mm -hmm. So most of those critics liked it. Now, there's over 5,000 reviews from the audience. So I don't know if it's because there's more reviews for the audience that means that more audience members didn't like it and there wasn't enough. Of, I, I don't know. Huh. I don't, I don't know how that all plays out, but that's how that is. So that is surprising to you, isn't it? That is, is, I'm really kind of blown back right now. Yeah, so you know what else is surprising? The cast. Yeah, yes, yes. The cast. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. This has got everyone's favorite piece of cardboard in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Worthington, that's right. That's right, Sam Worthington's in it. Sam Worthington's acting is like watching cardboard rot in the sun. Definitely in this movie a little bit. But I think this true nature came out in this one. Yeah, so, and the weird thing is, I thought he was pretty good in this movie. So I don't know if maybe it's because maybe it's not him. Maybe it's just a movie he's he's in for me. Or what do you think? Am I wrong? Is he is he still acting like a piece of cardboard rotting in the sun in this movie? And I'm uh, just being nice to him because I like this movie. I think you being nice to him because in this movie okay. for for this fact for this fact it it was I think he's from Australia I believe. Oh okay so so. You're so, telling me that he really is a bad, not a great actor. He is a piece of cardboard riding in the sun. And mm -hmm. because I like this movie, it tainted my perception of Sam Worthington. In so many words. Wow. <laughs> I, am, I am so happy you are here to keep me <laughs> on the uh, straight and narrow on this because... Yes, if you're talking to people and you look at them and tell them that Sam Worthington is like a piece of cardboard and that he couldn't act his way out of a paper bag and that if you captured him and put him in a giant paper bag and just folded the end of the paper bag, he wouldn't be able to get out of it. You're telling me that's true. It's not true. What do you mean that's not true? I, he would not be able to get out of that. If somebody put him in a paper bag and said, act your way out of that paper bag. He, he couldn't get out. He, so, will call, he will call on the Kraken. He will not call on the Kraken. He wouldn't be he able to get out. Call, he will call on the Kraken to get out. Yeah, so just say that to somebody <laughs> and they'll look at you like you're nuts. Even though they know that it's true because they got this other look in their face like, oh my God, he's probably right. Oh no, Sam Worth, you have just rocked my world. So there hey, you go. Hey, hey, hey. Remember, okay. he's, a, he's a great, great Avatar actor. There you go. I don't even know what you just said there. I'm not even. And the thing is, I don't even like that movie. 
That's the bad part. What are what are you talking about? I couldn't hear what you said. It got all garbled up. You said something about he's a great A what? Uh Avatar Actor. <laughs> he's a what oh man, you're talking about <laughs> one of the worst movies ever committed to uh Oh, yeah. Film or digital capture, one of the worst films of all time. Yeah, but now they got. And you know what? I, you know what? I haven't said this yet, but I'll say this right now. Plan Nine from Outer Space is better than Avatar. Yeah, suck it, James Cameron. Wow, that's that's. Edward that Wood Jr. is a more talented filmmaker than James Cameron. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'll I'll have to qualify that because. Uh, I don't think it's still after Terminator 2 that he got really bad. So, okay, now we gone on a tangent because of this foul Sam Worthington yeah. fellow. Now, yeah. I thought Sam Worthington was fine in this movie. He did what he's supposed to do. He did what his character was supposed to be. I thought he was pretty. He, he was all right in this movie. Realistically, yeah. Uh, so, what is this movie about, Brandon? You got the plot synopsis up. You want to go over that, or? Uh, yeah, I got it. Oh, wow, that thing is long. I got a short one up. I got a shorter one. Okay, use that one. Got it. I'll read that. So here, here <laughs> is uh, the plot synopsis according to IMDb for Rogue. An American journalist on assignment in the Australian outback encounters a man-eating crocodile while trapped on a rapidly flooding mud island. Sound fair? Sound good? Yeah, it basically sums it up. Basically, does now this yeah. one I got on here is is it, I guess yeah what you just said and yeah I don't understand what I wrote so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so this has like we talked. We've been talking a lot about Sam Worthington. Well, you got now I'm, a, I'm I might pronounce her. I might mispronounce her name. Um, Radha Mitchell. Rada Mitchell? Is that how do you say that? Is that uh, no? I had to use an Australian accent. I don't have so, but uh, she's been a lot of things. Pitch Black was the first movie I noticed her in. Pitch Black. Uh, she's in Man on Fire. She's in uh, Silent Hill. Was she on uh, Man on Fire? Oh, she was. Yeah, she was in the Crazies. Good, but it's not her fault. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's done a lot of, uh, you know, Olympus has fallen, which was kind of fun. Uh, lots of TV. So, I mean, you know, you would recognize her if you saw her. Um, also, this guy, I've seen him a couple things before. I, I mean, I recognize him. I couldn't place his name. I had to absolutely look that one up. Michael. Vartan? Did I say that right? Vartan? Vartan. I think it's how you say it. Um, Michael Vartan. I'm going to admit to having seen this movie, and I'm not going to care what you think about it. I remember seeing him in Never Been Kissed. Wow. I saw that movie, yes. Uh, wow. Don't you judge me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh wow! 
And you know yeah. what? Since I'm going all out on that, I liked that movie. That was a good movie. Drew Barrymore is fantastic in that movie. Oh, Jesus. I remember him from Alias, but I never knew his name. I just knew who he looked, what he looked like. I never knew okay. Him. So he's he's one of those guys that, you know, you know his face. He's been a lot of things. I mean, he's also into Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar, the Paul Bearer. Um... Yeah, the next best thing. Uh, one, wow, he's in one-hour photo also. So, I mean, there you go. He's And like you mentioned, a lot of um, TV that you mentioned. So, um, as far as the other cast, there's only there's only one other guy that I kind of recognize. Well, there, no, there's two more. Um, yeah. And I'll, I probably won't say her name right either. <laughs> Mia Washkowski. No, you don't recognize her either, do you? No, I don't. She was Alice in Wonderland in the Tim Burton movie. She was she was in Crimson Peak. You you didn't see those? Okay, so believe it or not, <clears throat> are you kidding me? You didn't see those? I, I didn't. Well, you should watch the Tim Burton movie. It's not very good. <laughs> It is, it is one of the worst Tim Burton movies. Now I, I gotta say it's about Tim Burton movies. So uh, Tim Burton's one of my favorite directors, and even Tim Burton's worst movies look amazing. I mean, well, the set you, design, you, all of that stuff. Did you watch the Dark Shadows yet? I've not seen that yet. You might want to watch that. But I will watch that. So you're telling me that's worse than Alice in Wonderland? You might want to watch that. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that. I, I've heard that. And that's one of the reasons I've been kind of dragging my feet on seeing it is just because I'm scared that it will suck worse than Alice in Wonderland. But from the photos I've seen, it will look amazing. Oh, uh, the, the thing about it is, is they made a movie. But yeah. they made the movie, basically the TV series. But then they try to cramp everything in the short amount of time. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that, then you have John Jarrett, who was in the crappy Wolf Creek. He's got this recognizable yeah. face. You know, he's in Wolf Creek, Wolf Creek 2. Uh, yeah. Even the Wolf Creek sucked. He did play a good villain. I ain't gonna lie. He was he was good in it, and that that's what I think is so disappointing to me about Wolf Creek is because it had so much potential, and it just was kind of like you could have cut out sixty minutes of this movie, and it would have been better. It just doesn't do anything or go anywhere. It don't make um, sense, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So you got. Greg McLean, the director. I don't remember if we mentioned that. I think we did, but he he's the director of Wolf Creek. And when I saw that, the first thing I did was I I saw this movie listed there, and I saw watch this trailer. Is there a trailer? I'm like, wow, that looks kind of decent. Then I looked at, I just started watching it, and uh, there was the director. I'm like, oh, oh no, I hope this doesn't suck. Oh <laughs> uh, well, did you know? There's a Wolf Creek 2 and a Wolf Creek 3 supposed to come out in 2023. I did watch Wolf Creek 2 and it still sucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wolf Creek 
two suck just as much, if not more, than Wolf Creek. The best one of those two movies to me is Wolf Creek, and that movie sucked. Now, he did also direct uh, The Belko Experiment, which I thought was pretty good, and that's another one. I don't remember if I watched that before Wolf Creek or if I watched The Belko Experiment after. I don't, I don't know. But James Gunn wrote the script for that, and that was pretty good. I thought well, that was a neat one. If you haven't seen that, check that one out. So, well, I mean, well, check it out at least Greg McLean will like, you know, he'll he'll make a bad movie, but he's got some good movies in there. So he's not like doomed to always make bad movies right. like uh, other directors. Um, let's see. Can I name a director who just makes bad movies all the time? Just good old okay, for Mark. you, uh, for you is Michael Bay. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Michael Bay um, almost ruined my childhood. Oh, did it? Okay, so uh, like uh, Jim Jarmosh. <coughs> I don't know if he'll make a good movie ever. Uh, I know there's more. There's one guy I want to name, and I just cannot name his. Ex- Darren Aronofsky. I don't know if he'll ever make a good movie. Hmm. Uh, for me, I don't. I don't know. Michael Bay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying that about him. So maybe he'll redeem himself for you someday by just not directing those movies anymore, but producing them, and then maybe they'll be good. That'd be awesome. I don't know. Um, yeah, so um, this movie, as we said, there is a American journalist who is a travel writer, Michael Varton. And what the heck is the name of his character in this? What's his name? Billy? No, his name is Peter. Peter. <laughs> his name is, is Peter. And he is like, what? He writes for a travel magazine and he's just out there riding a, a tour boat. He's writing a piece on what? The the deep outback because they're if i remember right they're on like the north of australia where hardly anybody lives yeah they're in the bush don't remember what did they say what province it was is that what they call them in australia do they call them up there and the do they call them provinces yeah they call them provinces it's terrible because i you know i did look this stuff up so i know it sounds like I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't look at this stuff. <laughs> but I guess that was yesterday. But anyway, um, this is based on a true uh, story. Yeah. Did you know that part? You know that? You looked that up, right? Yeah, I did look that up. Yeah, so this was based on a the Croc's name was Sweetheart. It was a giant 5.1 meter Croc. So if uh, Brandon and I want to know how long 5.1 meters is, how long is that, Brandon? How long is how, what? 5.1 meters? I don't know. I don't know the metric system. 16 feet. Oh, okay. See, I looked that up. I had that ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready there. So, uh, It was responsible for serious attacks between 19... 19- 74 and 79 it attacked outboard motors dinghies fishing boats but it didn't kill anybody so i mean it was like a prankster basically look at that i'm gonna knock you out of your boat and swim away 
Look at that. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what happened in uh, the. Oh, but it, they also caught it to move it, and it drowned while being transported. So oh, yeah. So they they I guess they stuffed. Okay, it became entangled with a log. So I mean, they didn't. They didn't kill it. Okay, they didn't brutally kill the thing. I oh, mean, was saying based on what I got. So I mean, Peta were weren't around then, but you know, Peta's mad at everybody. So <laughs> I mean, Peta's mad at everything. So you know, they just they just are angry. They're angry people. So now we have. But anyway, if you want to go see it, it's on permanent display in the museum and art gallery of the Northern Territory. So see, it's. I guess the Northern Territory. That's yeah, so it's it's not the province. I guess according to that little thing, that terrible. It's, uh, That's terrible. Kakaladu National Park. That's where is that where they shot it? Uh, no, that's no, that's part of the plot. That's where they was doing the river cruise at in Kakaladu. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. Uh, for any Australian listeners, if I um, please uh, try to correct comments, but yeah, territory. Okay, yeah. So, yes, please. I mean, uh, I would like to uh, go to Australia someday and see that. I'd probably would be one of these idiots who was like, "I won't be killed by a croc," and then I'll get killed by a croc. <laughs> oh, oh my no. God. You know, you, you wouldn't do anything stupid like run into the water and go, hey, croc, hey, croc, and run out because they would get you and kill you anyway. So let's maybe I shouldn't go to Australia. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I always thought it would be nice to do that. And taking a boat tour like that, I think that would be neat. That would be cool to do that. I've been down to the Florida Everglades and I've taken some airboat rides down there. Have you done that, Brandon? Have you been down there to do that? No. Okay, have you been to Gatorland in Florida or any other type of thing like that? I've never been to Florida. Never been to Florida? <laughs> no. Oh. Been to, like, Louisiana or something? Okay, so the farthest I got out of Indiana was Kentucky, Illinois, Ohio, Milwaukee. And ah, I know, I know. I know what this is. You're afraid of crocodiles. Yes. You're afraid of gators because <laughs> all the states you've mentioned, I don't think any of those states – have uh, gators. They do. They do. They do. Alligators or crocodiles. Kentucky? Yeah, in the zoo. Kentucky. In the zoo. In, no, okay. I'm wild. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, so there you go. There you go. Nope. Um, yeah, so there, there's... They're taking a, a nice tour, and you know, you got your assortment of people on the tour. Uh, you got the people who are sick, you know, the typical people you've got, uh, somebody who is there to, I I'm assuming he's spreading the ashes of his wife, right? Mm -hmm. No, you don't remember what he was doing? No, he was spreading ashes. Okay. Yeah. So he's spreading ashes uh, and of course, Sam Worthington, once they get out to the farthest spot, where they're going and when they're ready to turn around or was this before that when did Sam Worthington start bothering them I think it was close towards the end of the tour 
Okay, so it, was it where they were getting ready to turn around and then they? Yeah, they were getting ready to come. Tell back. them. Okay, they they tell them to leave and then they they boat away and then they're turning around to go back on the tour. I guess they're out there a couple of hours on this river. Mm-hmm. And they uh, see a flare. Yeah. One or one the- of the passengers says, I see the flare. Now, Rada Mitchell is the, she is the tour guide. Mm-hmm. And I think her dad owns that in the movie. Not yeah. her real dad, but her dad, <laughs> her father, her name, she is playing Kate in this movie. So her father owns the, the tour and she's like, where they see the flare is further up river where uh, away from where they're going. Right. Nobody right. wants to go cause they have stuff to do. You know, the tour is supposed to take a certain amount of time. Then they get to go back and do some more tourist stuff. Um, and she finally says to one guy who's given her a lot of guff about it. She goes, you know, if you were out there, you would want me to come and look. That is true. She did say that. And you know, I, I would, I would want somebody to come and look if it was me getting eaten by a croc and, you know, maybe it took my leg and I have to fend it off with my, uh, other leg and it takes that leg and <laughs> have to crawl up the mud Island and swing on a tree to get out. Yeah, that was a Tarzan moment that way. I know that much. Be killed by a, like a bunyip or something. A bunyip? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that is a... Uh, <laughs> I watched as a child a fun Australian cartoon movie called Dot and the Kangaroo. And what I remember the most from it is the monster there, the bunyip. So whenever I watch an Australian movie, I always look for a bunyip reference. So I guess the crocodiles could be those. It's just a monster. So there you go. Wow. There you go. So, you know, if you get, if we got anybody from Australia listening, they might know what that means or they might say, you said that wrong. That's not what a bunyip is. You silly person from Indiana. <laughs> Oh, they say, oh, always okay. okay. American, typical American. That's all they are. It's typical. I'd rather be called a silly person. Well, but anyway, anyway, well, uh, so well. she's she does the right thing and goes over there to check it out. And of course, mm-hmm. they find uh, a capsized boat, small boat, of course. And they're looking around and they're like, "The heck is going on?" So here comes. Can we call the uh, the croc? Should we just call the croc sweetheart? Yeah. Okay, so we'll call it sweetheart since it's based on that story. And of course, they took liberties. So the then sweetheart smashes right into their boat and damages the heck out of it. So they she's able to hobble over to a, a island in the middle of this. Lagoon area, you know, a roundabout is what we'd call it if it was a road, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, which that was really exciting because they just go to that island. Uh, what do they do there? Do they do they start farming to survive? No, Brandon? start arguing over a radio, and that's right, they do. They start arguing. I think that's survival tip number one. You always start arguing. 
before you find a solution. <laughs> yeah, they do. You're you are right about that. Um, so, but anyway, what they find out is the island. What was the term they used? They said this was a a tide river. Yeah, tide. They're on a tide river, and the tide is going to come in and swallow up most of that island, and they're going to have to. Uh, there won't be hardly any island, and the croc will be able to get them easier. I mean, it wasn't a very big island. That croc could have gone up there and killed them all in five seconds if it wanted to. It just, yeah, I mean, if he if they watch, you know, Killer Croc, they would have known that. Yeah, they should have watched that Killer Croc movie before yeah. they went both of them before they went out to do that. Um, but anyway, that's when Sam Worthington shows up again with his buddy, and he has some history with Kate. Mm-hmm. She does not want anything to do with uh, Sam Worthington, which I think most of us don't want anything to do with Sam Worthington. <laughs> so I can't. I can't be too mad at her. But anyway, he, he is able to help her. But of course, they screw around long enough taunting them that uh, Sweetheart smashes up his boat. Oh, smash it. He tossed that sucker in the air. He did. He he did that. Um, and he killed his buddy straight away, which right away, nobody, right away. nobody missed that guy. Um, now, that's where it gets fun, because then they decide... Okay, we've got to try to work together to get off this island. So what's their plan? What's what's the plan to get off? To get off the island, they was planning to um first it was they were talking about swimming across, but then they said about taking a rope and using it to to guide across the water. But Mr. Sam said, No, I'm gonna swim across, I'm gonna swim real silently. Which I'm still trying to figure that one out. Like how do you silently? Yeah, so he's taking across, swim across really, really silently. Which I don't really know. I think you're right. I, I don't know if you can swim silent enough to lose a croc. But anyway, his plan was when the croc is distracted and swims the other way, he is going to the other side of the island and swim across, climb up a tree tie a rope up there and they're supposed to just kind of hold onto the rope and get across which is fun if you've ever been to a gator jumperoo show for real yeah because they can jump up really high and get you I mean they made yeah they would just but anyway uh, you know spoiler alert <laughs> we don't get to see the croc do that so I was kind of disappointed about that <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, here's where, you know, they start going across and of course the rope is not going to hold. And then of course people are afraid they're not going to make it. Well, I'm not going to make, it. I can't, I don't have a tight grip. Oh, I don't know. And then this one idiot, they should have taken him down and beaten him <laughs> unconscious. Who was like, you get out of my way. Don't you talk to me. I'm going to get over this rope. That, that rope's not going to hold three people because one of the ladies is, uh, the child, I think, was frozen with fear and wouldn't move. Yeah. So we needed. Uh, I guess the the mother went. Was that the mother that went, and she was fine, but the child was like frozen, and then the father was like, "I'm going to get across and help them." Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, because uh, she, I mean, what, the mom was sick, 
Yes. So he took he carried technically carried her across, and then uh, when the daughter's turn was to come, she basically literally was just petrified, like stuck. Yes. So uh, she was frozen in the center, and then the father starting to go across, and then of course. You want the croc to jump out of the water and eat them, but it doesn't. No nope. rope falls. Well, also one thing we forget to mention too. So they they was trying to find a distraction first, and oh yeah, that's right. Right of Mitchell's uh, character's dog, and everybody was. Oh it. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And it's like, oh, you gonna let my daughter die? you want to use your dog? And I was like, wow. Yeah, that was another thing that made PETA angry about it. They were not happy about the dog. Spoiler alert, the dog dies. I made that up. I never heard anything about PETA being mad at this movie. <laughs> yeah, PETA come after us. PETA might come after us for going to rip. Yeah, they might do that. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Worthington gets killed, which was really satisfying. Well, it was so funny because I wasn't expecting him to die. <laughs> I I didn't either. I kind of expect him to last a little longer. I mean, the hero is Michael Bart. Yeah, which that was I guess is all right. That was crazy though. I didn't expect him to be the hero. I mean, but he was the hero. So what happens? I mean, they talk about. How, uh, and, and I guess this isn't a real thing, but it was kind of neat in the movie, how the croc will just grab you and take you to its lair and keep you oh. there and eat you. Yeah, so you will go to the croc. I don't, the croc's den. That's not a real thing, is it? They don't do that. Let me, uh, let me see. I want to say, yeah. They really just take you to your lair? I don't, I don't know. Maybe somebody will tell me if that's real or not. I don't know. Do they have do crocs keep a lair and just drag their kills to the lair and just kind of eat on them like a? I don't know. But it was neat in the movie, even if it's not real, or, or maybe maybe it is real. I don't. I don't know. Who knows what's real anymore? Well, <laughs> but anyway, every all, the everybody else gets away, but Rada Mitchell was grabbed by the croc and taken to the lair. So we're just going to jump to the end, and uh, since. You were way impressed with the end. Why don't you tell us what Michael Barton does in the end? So Michael Barton, you know, he gets his hand semi-bitten off by the croc. And he said he's trying to uh, protect Rada Mitchell's character because she's like somewhat ate up and passed passed out. Yeah. He's trying to get the croc's attention so he can focus, so the croc can focus on him. So he's sitting up against this big old, like, what do you call it? A slag tight? A slag mite. A giant rock. Because <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. So I don't think it was a, a formation. Oh, it looked like it. But he's, I it guess it could have been. But, I mean, really, you know what it really was? I'll tell you what it really was, and you know this. Well, it was a uh, set constructed for him to lean against. But yeah, what a, <laughs> I don't know that that actually was a, one of those rock formations. Okay. But if you okay. want to say that, and, and you know, it could be, we'll say that. 
We'll just say it is about that. You can say that because I made up that thing about PETA. So. <laughs> so he, he was <laughs> back up against it to get the croc to come to attack him. And uh, at the last moment, he pulls this big, long, pointy stick. And it, it was so, so scary because if I see a big alligator coming at me in the way how he was laying up against that rock, like all calm about it, yeah, I think mm-hmm. I would have. Yeah, I, I've been dead because I, I I couldn't do it. Anyway, <clears throat> he stabs his croc right through the brain, but the croc's just flipping out and he's smashing his jaws up against his rock and he's literally in the croc's mouth while this is going. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, dude, you got to be dead after this. Like, I get the I get the scientific part of this. He can't close his jaws because he's biting on a rock, but yeah. You gotta at least suffocate from all that ugh, smell and yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He's really sat in there for a while. Like, you know what? That's that probably is a disgusting thing. Yeah, and the only thing he's seen was a lot of blood, and then his boot moved. He was alive. Yeah, he's alive. So he climbs out. Yeah, which was weird. Now, why he didn't like take a rock or something and get one of the teeth? I don't know. Wouldn't you do that if you just impaled a uh, giant rock through its brain? Wouldn't you, like, uh, grab a rock and knock out one of its teeth so you could take home as a souvenir? Yeah, because he literally took half his hand anyway, so why not? Yeah, there you go. Be a real-life Crocodile Dundee. There you go. There you go. You would take one of those. I would, too. Would you take the skin and make boots out of it? Well, how big that croc was in the movie, I think I made more than boots. (laughs) Boots. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, so uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, Sam Worthington, uh, he did he did fall out of the boat. There's a there's a scene where he when the croc hits him. I think we mentioned that he he falls out of the boat. Well, he got really scared to do it because there were reports of a uh, crocodile in the area. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They mentioned it. Yeah. So he he did not want to do it, and uh, then uh, Greg McLean was like, "We can't get this take, and we're wasting time now because you're a little fraidy cat there, Sam." So Greg jumps in the water and swims around, and uh, then they find out that the croc was relocated a few weeks earlier. So <laughs> they were going off old reports. So. Poor Sam. Poor little guy. Poor little tiger, right? Yeah, you know. You know, guy who's playing, you know, in a movie called Clash of the Titans, you think. What movie? Are you bringing that movie up? Oh, stop it. Just Just stop it. What? Did you like that movie? No. Like Sam Worthington's Clash of the Titans? Oh, man. I like the original one. Okay. Well, if we want to talk about a bad Sam Worthington movie, we have uh, any number of movies to pick from that he was in. So, But this one was good. I enjoyed it. Would you? Uh, I would recommend it. Would you recommend this one? I would. I definitely will. Because the even though the name would throw you off, <laughs> I don't know why he named it that. But anyway... 
I, I don't know. I didn't find anything about why he named it that. I, I, I was looking myself and still didn't find anything. This Rogue is a 2007 Australian independent horror film. I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you've seen Wolf Creek and you like it, watch this one. I, I think you'll like this more. Because I've, I've talked to people like Wolf Creek, and I just look at them, really? Wolf Creek? You like that? They must be from Australia. No, there's there's people right here in Indiana that like Wolf Creek. I'm like, man. I don't know. I, I, I really wanted to like Wolf Creek. I, I really wanted to. Well, Wolf uh, Creek was like a back like, out. It was one of those things where it was um, like the Blair Witch. It was right off like the Blair Witch thing. Where um, that was making it what? like the, So, you know how when Wolf Creek started, these kids, they went through, this was based off of true events and so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like based, like movies start, movies start to come out like that. Yeah. And Wolf Creek was one of them because that's the reason why I went to go watch it. Oh, you watch Wolf Creek because of the, okay. Yeah. I, I can see that. Well, I mean, I did it for the Blair Witch too. So, I mean, I was, like, I was like, oh my God, these people really die. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen this one, check this one out. Um, I don't know. We get into these uh, these movie. Uh, uh, what, do, what do you call it? It's not a slump. It's not the right word. Just kind of a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Brandon? Oh, not you. Because we watched. We what we did the last shark, and then uh, we jumped over to. Uh, Killer, Killer Croc, Croc, which was also Italian mockbusters. This mock movie is not a not a mockbuster. Not, I wouldn't consider this a mockbuster at all. It's based on something else. That's ba- yeah, this is Italian. It's based on a true story, so this would be. Let's see, what do they say it is? They say this film is considered Ozploitation. That's a new one. I think we Jesse and I might have talked about that a little bit. Not so much. We haven't we haven't talked about that that much. But this, yeah, it's it's just a oh uh, exploitation movie. I don't really consider it's just a horror movie to me. I don't really some of this stuff. I don't understand why they want to put them in those weird kind of categories. Ozploitation. I'm still trying to look up for that, but I just looked at like the budget for that movie. Oh yeah. Like twenty five million, but at yeah. the office they only made four point six million. Yeah, so hmm, I I don't know. Let me let me see. Uh, so that I see that on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Is that where you're seeing that, or are you looking at something else? No, that's actually was on Wikipedia. Okay, so you're seeing that on Wikipedia. So, mm-hmm. um. Those are good estimates, I think. You know, and I know somebody's going to say, well, Wikipedia is not, not reliable. Well, I, I guess it's reliable for that type of stuff you're looking at. And it's just an estimate. We all know it's an estimate. They don't really put the entire correct, true budget out there. Come on, people. You don't think they really do that, do you? Yeah, trust me. If they did, there would be a lot of people highly upset. Yeah, exactly. So, um, 
box office mojo. Let's see. We don't have, I don't see it on there. Of course, now, you know, box office mojo nowadays, you got to buy a subscription to get all the, all the features, but usually you can get some of them. Anyway, domestic opening. So domestic opening would be Australia in this case would be seven thousand dollars this did not have a huge you know number of theaters open to so well that's right that's true it wasn't this is an independent (coughs) movie it's a little or little smaller movie i mean i know that estimated budget on wikipedia is like well 25 million wow wow look at that wow i mean it's got a good cast it's a pretty solid movie go check it out uh, maybe we'll find something else on the budget when we talk about another Greg McLean movie. We'll talk about it in there. Um, you got any final thoughts, Brandon? Um, no. Uh, nope. Final it, thoughts it, it. is um, it's, it's, it's a good movie. There you go. Watch that. Um, don't let Sam Worthington's name throw you off, or even the director, because... If I'd seen the director's name first, I might not have checked it out. So I'm really glad. And that's just because of Wolf Creek. And like we talked about earlier, he's you made good movies that? besides Wolf Creek that I've seen. So Did you just say Sam Worthington? Like, if you saw his name first, you wouldn't have watched it? No, I'm saying if, I, if I've if i seen the director's name first, I might have passed on it. Be just because Wolf Creek wasn't so good. Okay. But, you know... Even I know that's not the right way to do it. Yeah, I, I make these jokes about James Cameron and who else did I talk about? <laughs> Jim Jarmosh and these guys. You know, maybe if I watched a, more of their movies, I might find one that's good. There's got to be one, you know. Jim Jarmosh must have one good movie, right? Always one. There's got to be one. Um, so, I don't know. But yeah, this 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 one was pretty good, so... I I definitely would recommend this one. Um, so what I think we've said all we can say about Rogue right now. Yeah. And if you're looking for um, Killer Croc 3, Rogue is not a bad choice. If you're like, I've got all this time to kill and I want to watch three good Killer Croc movies, three good movies with a giant crocodile killing people, Killer Croc, Killer Croc 2, and Rogue. You can't go wrong with that, I don't think. All right. All right, we'll see you all next time. Later, guys.